Yo, 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 welcome to an episode of Nerd News, because, um, yeah, the podcast is only when it's me and Rob, so I'm giving y'all nerd news today, except for it's gonna be, well, a lot of stuff, I don't know how long the episode's gonna drag out to be, but Corona ain't stopping me, alright, listen, one way or another, y'all got to get it, it's been like two weeks going on, so... I had to give y'all today's episode. And we're going to figure out the rest even if I got to do it like this again. So it just might be late because my schedule is wild and my job is wild. But it's going to happen. So I hope y'all doing good. Hopefully nobody got the Rona. Hopefully nobody y'all know got the Rona. And if they do, hopefully they recover. And uh, yeah, let's get into the news. First off, we talking games and specifically Doom Eternal. I only played probably like one third of it so far, but that game is pretty damn dope, dog. Like, that game is raw. I mean, of course, it's repetitive shooting, but once you get past that, the bloodiness is really cool. Shooting the enemies is just mad cool. Like, the abilities you do in the game, like, I mean, well, I can't really say abilities. It's literally just straight shooting, some double jumps, and a dash, but... It's just mad cool the way you can use the combos to kill all the people. Like, when you're stuck in the jam, that's what makes it interesting. Is when you're stuck in the jam and the jams just get more jammier and jammier. So, it's like, you over here shooting 20 demons. Next thing is going to be you shooting over here. You over here shooting 30 demons, 40 demons. And it's how do you keep getting out of this mess? And that's what makes a game real good even when it's repetitive. Because you have to just keep coming up with clever ways to keep killing them whether you want to do a bunch of glory kills or whether you want to use most of your guns but then you have to do some glory kills to get it. otherwise you end up waiting until the end and then now you're stuck with a chainsaw and you don't have enough gas to kill the bigger enemies because you need three gas to kill the bigger enemies and only one to kill smaller so it's mad dope like how they still did it even though it's repetitive um but it's a good game i have not been paying attention to the story i'm not gonna lie but uh i'm loving it I'm loving the gore. The multiplayer is not that bad. Uh, at first, I thought it was going to be like hella cheap because it's two demons versus one Doomslayer. But after playing as the Doomslayer a couple times for an achievement specifically, and then playing as uh, all five of the demons for an achievement, I realized depending on, it all just depends on how good you are because the Doomslayer has escaped me multiple times and I've escaped them multiple times and then vice versa. With the demons killing the Doomslayer, like, it's actually, uh, it's actually pretty damn hard. Depending on if your teammate is good, and depending on if the demons are good. When you're playing as Doomslayer, like, all depends. And I love it. It's really, really entertaining. It's really fun. It's different. Well, not different, but, no, nah, it's, it's a little different. It's a little different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reminds me of, uh, Evolve, the multiplayer because you had multiple people versus the freaking um the 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 monster except for it was like a team of five with a fully equipped shit um but yeah that's all for doom eternal from me i mean i don't have that many dislikes about it for what it is because doom has always just been a shoot but i give that game a, a solid 8.5 out of 10 I really do. If you're just looking for something to just have a massive shootout with, you just want to shoot, 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 and you don't really care about multiplayer, hop on Doom Eternal. It's really fun. It will literally just fill that shooting void that you have. Like, all you have to do is just shoot demons, bro. Like, hella demons, Kiss. 
Alright. And then after that, we got ourselves into some Animal Crossing. Well, I got myself into Animal Crossing. And it's great. I love it. Literally just the most simple, cutest game in the world on my Switch, bro. Um, it is a Switch exclusive. And I've been loving the game. Like, I, I really, really love the game. Because um, it's really cool. Because all you do is just, like, start up your own... First, you go to this remote island. I'm assuming it's owned by Mr. Tom Nook. Nuke and um like on there he gives you a tent and he puts you in debt for the tent and then you pay him off and then he puts you in debt for a house and then you pay him off and then he expands your house by like a um like an inch or two for two hundred thousand dollars and now you're in debt again and then it's just more and more debt but um but yeah, game's great. <laughs> I love the game a lot. Game's mad fun. The game is a uh... fuck. <laughs> what was I'm trying to say? Oh, the game's mad fun. The game's beautiful. I have I messed up actually. I need to open my Switch right now because uh I got my shop coming in finally. I was a day late because I did not know what the hell I was supposed to do or how to get iron ore, so I fucked up. And I just like destroyed all the rocks on my island. My friend told me don't destroy your rocks because you get something from it. But I didn't understand what they meant. So like every time I hit a rock, I happen to have food at the time. So if, if you eat food and hit your rock, you destroy your rock. You destroy your rock, you can't get iron ore until the next day. You have to wait for it to replenish. And that's a very long time because this game uses real time. Now, unless you're one of those people who like to time skip, then you know. You don't have to really wait because if you time skip, you could just have everything the next day or the next second or whatever the hell you want to do. But, but, fucking fire. I love it. Game's great. I'm not that far in it. Hello, everyone. Today, this is Tom Nuke. It's 10.58 a.m. This is Happy Friday, March 27th, 2020. I got this game last week, so I had this game for a week. I am behind just a little bit and it's great I'm loving it all right I'm sorry I'm just ranting on this game this is literally my chill game this game just made me happy this morning so like I, I had to pick up this game so I could be happy it's that good of a game you just play it and you're just like all right I don't really know what I'm doing but I'm enjoying it and you see everybody who has like freaking cities because they were time skipping and you're like all right I'm gonna work really hard because it's gonna be 20,000 times better if I work hard it's awesome. All right, <clears throat> let me let me stop crying about that. March twenty fourth, which has passed, as we can tell, um, Breakpoint has a huge game changing update, which I learned wasn't that big of a game changing update. It was really just like making the game a lot harder for yourself if you really wanted to play it that way, and um, that's really upsetting because the way that they advertised this this uh, the way that they advertised this this um update made me feel like they were actually going to change like the physical game itself like you 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 were going to have completely different mechanics uh missions were going to be executed a little bit differently it wasn't going to be so cluttered but according to my friend who played it already he was just like yeah it's it's just difficulty stuff like nothing is really fixed in a way 
which sucks. And then there's a Splinter Cell event, which I think Sam Fisher is going to be in the game. But that really sucks because me and my boy was talking about how, um, how if they make, if they make a, a new Splinter Cell game, it cannot be open world. They cannot try and capitalize on the money because it's just, no matter how good you make an open world Splinter Cell game, it's going to be bad at the end of the day because it's not Splinter Cell. And it's, it's absolutely nuts. Like, I just don't understand why these people don't just give us exactly what they should be giving us. And I hope they don't ruin the Splinter Cell when they finally make it. That's probably why they're not making it, either because they don't know how to turn it into a microtransaction game, or they don't want to because they know we're just not going to like it. And then we're really going to hate them. Like, once you mess up Splinter Cell, for all the people who've been crying for Splinter Cell, you kind of just messed up your entire pocket of revenue. Because everyone's going to keep buying your games. Everyone who likes Splinter Cell is going to keep buying your games that are similar to Splinter Cell, even if they're bad until you give them bad splinter cell once you give them bad splinter cell then it's like oh a word so this is what we doing yeah you would have thought case and then uh yeah ubisoft loses a lot of people like i'm waiting to see how they're gonna destroy Watch Dogs legion um it got pushed back of course and it is an open world game and i think the last one had light microtransactions i can't remember but i wonder how this one's gonna go because the actual games of Watch Dogs, the last two, weren't bad. But they just keep going harder and harder on this wild open world aspect. They try to flood the game with content. Or at least make it look like it's flooded with content. And then bury it with other crap, such as microtransactions. In other news, GameStop will be permanently closing over 300 stores, and I hope to goddess that it's not the one down the street from me, because I actually like going to GameStop to get my physical games, because I only go to Best Buy for electronics, don't know why, that's just how I like to do things, and if I lose a GameStop, I'm prop. if it wasn't for the fact that someone in my household has Amazon Prime, I'd probably just give up on gaming. I'm not even going to lie. I just like my physicals, and I don't like Best Buy that much. But then again, I could always go there if it ever came down to it. But I just don't like the way that their, their game section is made. It's just like, yo, this is messy. You guys don't even have that huge of a catalog because you only sell like what's new at the time. Yeah, there's actually a lot of reasons why I don't like going to Best Buy for video game shopping. Like, maybe I'll buy a system there, but that's that's it. But yeah. That sucks for all those people who work there. Hopefully, they will be transferring at least half of those people to other stores, too. I don't really know, but that really fucking sucks, bro. Hopefully, 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 that ends up working out. Um, Let's see. We also have Warzone on Call of Duty added solos, and it may soon be adding duos, which means you can play with your buddies now, which is, I don't know why they just didn't do this alone. Like, delay the game for two weeks and just be like, all right. Let's add solos, let's add solos, let's add duos, let's add four-man squads, because I think it's only three-man squads. Um, it's really, really strange, it is, but I guess, hey, I, I guess they're doing it now, so I can't trash them that hard. Um, eh, fuck it. At least we're getting it. At least they eventually decided, yeah, we're going to give y'all some gas. Um... 
Resident Evil 3 remake demo is out now and so is the quarantine multiplayer demo I think it is which is a part of Resident Evil I haven't played it yet I'm just gonna buy the games when they come out um I don't have time for demos um I have time for demos but when I have time for demos I usually end up reading a fucking manga or playing another game like Ori which I have to go back to or Bleeding Edge, which I just downloaded the other day, and I'm still enjoying it. It's it's really learning curvy fighting game, but I'm enjoying the hell out of uh, Bleeding Edge. It's really good. It's really simple. Well, not simple to fight, but simple as far as uh simple as far as achievements and the objectives. It's like two game modes and stuff, but it's really fun. I recommend getting it. It's on Game Pass. If you want it physical, I believe it's only a $40 game. Um, it's very freaking awesome. Because all the character designs are just mad different. And it's mad cool. And I can see this game turning into a big esports game. If um, more of the PC and Xbox people stick with it and enjoy it like I am. I can see it turning into like... Not as big as League of Legends, but it'll be like the next thing similar to it. Or like a smite but they'll be using it more often because I, I don't know if they do smite for uh, esports, but I can see this game making it there. This game's actually really pretty cool. It's really fun to watch people fight each other in it. It's really fun to watch yourself get your butt kicked and then try and learn how to not do that. Like maybe not fighting a tank as a healer because the healers don't do good damage. They have this one cool healer, but she just doesn't do good damage. It's just like, I'm getting my butt kicked unless I'm fighting myself. And even when I fight myself, for some reason, they always seem like they have a lot more evade. But then I got to remember that there's mods in the games. And then you have to change the mods to fit your style a little bit. Yeah, this game's great, but it's like mad freaking annoying. When you get your butt kicked, you're just like, what the hell just happened, bro? But I love it. You guys should definitely get it. Uh, should definitely give it a try and download it if you have Game Pass. Or if you just like buying games, whether you're going to like it or not, go ahead, order it off Amazon. If your local game selling retail store is closed, definitely worth a try. Definitely worth playing, whether you don't think you're going to like it or not. If you have the more freeish method of playing it, please just give it a try. You might enjoy it a little bit. It might turn into one of those games you just pop on every time you're bored. You never know. That's how I found a thousand of the games that I like. Like Oxenfree. Love that game. Finished it. It was actually really freaking creepy and sad. I'm not sure if I talked about it last podcast, but I'm going to talk about it Talk about it now. <laughs> it was a really good game. I really enjoyed it. Um, it was kind of sad, depending on how you play the game. But, uh, like, there's this one scene where you think this girl commits suicide, and it's just like, yo, that's dark. And I want a game like that again. I just want it more dark. I want to make games with those with um with that team. I can't remember the team. I don't. Uh, I know it's not Don't Nod, or I mean, I'm not sure if it's not Don't Nod, but no, it's not Don't Nod. That's um Life is Strange team. But anyway, Oxenfree was a good game. Found that one out. Um, shoot, loving it a lot. Speaking of esports, which I was talking about earlier. Esports and Corona. Esports has uh, been postponed a lot in a different ways. A lot of tournaments and stuff have been postponed. It sucks a lot. Um, but 
I'm thinking that this Corona thing might still make esports big because if they really want, they could just tell their employees or their teammates to game from home and or the teams to game from home and verse each other that way and people will have to like espn covers esports now so it's like if esports is getting streamed espn might start playing that because they have nothing else to play (laughs) then man i want i want espn now just to watch esports um but yeah so like i mean this could be a rise for esports but it could also be a sort of downfall depending on how the gaming industry goes on after all this bs i think i'm gonna go play league of legends um but yeah i just i hope that this ends up turning out good for them because you can't do any of the physical sports right now so this is just like the easiest thing to do right now is play league play overwatch all the online games i mean think about it it's actually really really good of a freaking idea now that i'm thinking about it like for real for real uh crap <laughs> good luck to you esports people now xbox doubling down on backwards cap- capabilities xbox will have backwards capabilities for all of its last generations like i've said before starting with xbox og will definitely be on there we don't know if it's the full library but it will be a library bigger than what we have now same thing for 360 it will most likely be majority of it what we have now and then some like a lot of some almost every xbox one game played game and your xbox one bluetooth controllers actually i don't know if it's just bluetooth or if it's also the original one but i know for a fact that it's bluetooth controllers and past um might be your also your very first one if you have those so if you have like the titan fall limited edition you might be able to bring that over don't quote me on that but um that would be really cool expandable storage on the xbox series x so it's like a seagate drive that you plug into the back of your xbox series x um it's only one terabyte but only giving us one terabyte in the system and that could be okay depending on how the downloads are optimized depending on how much um depending on how much uh depending on how much space games will be taking and like how we'll be able to organize the space say we only want multiplayer and they literally let you only download the multiplayer aspect of the game instead of the single player aspect if they let you do that fine the one terabyte's fine if they let you do the other way around that's fine too and then the expandable storage the one terabyte is fine as long as all that is a thing now if that ends up not being a thing then we'll most likely have an issue because these games still pile up really fast and that expandable storage is most likely going to be $110. And if that's the case, I mean, I'd still get it. But it would just be not a non-day one essential unless you are like me and you plan on buying every single game, just about every single game that comes out for your Xbox One. Then just maybe it might be an issue. But hopefully it's something that they're ready to act on super fast. And they're actually not like 
trying to be like, all right, here's expandable storage, but we aren't going to drop that yet. It's going to be like, here's the first expandable storage. And like six months later, we'll give you guys like options because if we don't get options, it's just going to like kind of backfire in a sense. Like I'm not saying it's going to destroy the whole system, but it's going to be like, oh man, why the frick can't we get other storages? There's only one of those storage slots in the back of my Xbox. I plan on buying multiple games. I don't want to fill up the one thing, buy another one and fill that one up and buy another one. So like eventually I'm expecting them to drop like eight terabyte joints and stuff like that um clarification on the back on the backwards capability for playstation 5 it will be over it will be almost the entire library so they say of all the best of all the most played games on playstation 4 so it won't be anything past playstation 4 but you'll get almost all of the best games you've ever played on playstation over time kind of how xbox one did it at first um but yeah that's technically how they're gonna do it i mean it sucks because i can't play my playstation one stuff on there or my playstation two stuff on there or my playstation three because i like really want to keep playing final fantasy 13 but at the same time kind of understand it it is a lot of work and they also have PlayStation Now and like other subscription. Um, no, that was it. Just PlayStation Now, which they've been using to let you guys play backwards compatibility stuff. That wasn't really backwards. It was just digital purchase. Um, but yeah, that, that kind of sucks because it's also not the full library. Maybe someone really loved that obscure game that no one else played. Then they can't. They have to turn on their old system. I mean, ain't nothing we could do about it, but. Hey, that I'm just delivering y'all the news. One thing that sucks about all the electronics and stuff is internet, in my opinion. Internet, now, I don't understand it fully, so don't crucify me. But, like, the internet is either really weak, or they're giving us weak internet, or they're just controlling it so that we don't use it to its full potential, which they're giving us weak internet. I only say that because Sony is slowing down PlayStation downloads in the US. They already did this across Europe, and it's in efforts to not put too much strain on the uh, servers or... I think the word I'm looking for is servers. While everyone is stuck in the house for <clears throat> this corona thing. So I, it makes sense. I get it. Uh, I believe Xbox started doing the same thing. But the thing that bothers me is i just feel like the internet is a lot better than they're telling us it is i feel like it can handle the the hell out of all of this but well it, depending on where you live at but i think they're just giving it to us in a shit way and it's only for money reasons but i mean hey i don't really note well i haven't been playing on my playstation but on the xbox side i haven't really noticed that big of a dip and my downloads or the way my games are playing so i mean i don't can't complain too much but i just feel like somehow we should all already be able to deal like be able to hop online and enjoy the internet this should not be like everyone flushing their toilet at the same time on the same block because that's kind of what this sounds like 
but uh, I mean, I don't, again, I don't work in the internet space or with uh, actual internets and that crap, so I don't really know much about it. I tried to study that stuff when I was in tech school, but like, I was just like, ah, this isn't the form of technology I like. I want to make games. Random release announcement, uh, Star Wars Jedi Knight Academy is now available on Switch and PlayStation 4 with apparently an update to come later on. Uh, I've never played it, never heard of it. I mean, I heard the rumor about it, but, uh, um, I mean, maybe I'll check it out on my Switch, because I've been playing my Switch more. I mean, I don't turn on my PlayStation unless it's Persona. Which I need to play. I still need to beat Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, I have a lot of things I'm just staring at on my shelf right now that I need to beat. And uh, I don't think I'm going to be beating them anytime soon. But I do need to beat a bunch of those things. But hey, if they're backwards compatibles. Um, looks like I'll play it on the PlayStation 5. Because I think there's some stuff on the PlayStation 5 I like. I really, really hope that... Uh, <laughs> the new the next gen systems are not delayed i'm highly prepared for my xbox series x i really am waiting like november ain't close but it's coming okay one two three four five six seven eight months oh god damn that's a really long time eight months man eight months and the next generation systems will come out i need corona to chill so we can make sure we get all this stuff out because i really really need my new xbox like i'm ready for it my cubby size is perfect they dropped the specs on the size specs for it and i'm just like oh yeah i cannot wait to put that in my cubby because it fits perfect like i love it oh also animal crossing back to that real quick you can take pictures with people you can emote you can go to a museum like i opened up a museum and all the stuff that i caught bugs fish and fossils like they're in that museum and it's mad dope the game is just great but yeah <clears throat> sorry about that uh bro like i cannot wait for these new systems i'm here for it here for it now, in other news, Childish Gambino released his album, which was only available on his website for a few hours in the middle of the night, but now it's officially out on all your favorite streaming platforms. There's a new iPad Pro that was dropped almost silently. Um, it has the same camera as the iPhone 11. It is, I mean, it honestly just looks the same as the last iPad. It just has a little bit of extra features like it just looks better it has this little um this keyboard that sits up now and it uh just um it sits up on it so it's like an elevated keyboard kind of it resembles that of like the mac um the new mac uh what's that thing computer monitor stand your next computer is not a computer that's their advertisement for it it's a uh, freaking the, the, it's literally even more of a laptop than your uh, macbook than the current ipad pro before this mixed with the new update but it says it has promotion 600 nits brightness 
um, P3 wide color, uh, gamma true tone. I mean, the iPad looks nice. I'm not going to lie. It only has the two lenses. Um, I mean, listen, if I was balling, don't, I would get this. I ain't even going to lie here. Okay. I would get it. Oh, actually, let's see. Is that a third camera? I'm looking at it right now for y'all. Okay. No, it's a LiDAR scanner, which is really dope. Um, now that I'm thinking about it, does the iPhone 11 have one? I don't think it does. I think maybe the uh, the 11 Pro does, but I don't think the the 11 has a LiDAR scanner. They didn't advertise that one highly. And it has like an AR mode as well, which I think the new phones have. has the A12Z Bionic chip. I mean, look, it looks like a cool iPad, but <laughs> it's just... Oh, that keyboard's dope, though. It really looks like a Mac keyboard. I might have to see if this works with my freaking laptop, uh, my iPad, cause that joint's fire, and it got a track, like it got a trackpad on it, bro. Yo, I see. I really enjoy Apple products, so I'm over here like going sick for this joint right now. And then the multitasking looks nice on it, and looks exactly the same as it is on mine. But uh, yeah, see, I had to run out of that, cause I'm over here about to advertise it to myself. Yeah, go buy that iPad, dog. Buy that iPad. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. All right. So, let's see. Keep going on this news, right? Do, do, do. <laughs> Most Apple stores are in a mall, and all Apple stores are under non-essential, apparently. People who left their phones for repair may not see their phones again until mid-April, which is nuts. That, like really sucks i would hate to have tried to get my phone fixed during this pandemic and now my phone's just locked in uh now my phone's just locked in an apple store so i'm trying to break into it and see all the nudes that i saved man that would suck bro i don't even know how to act just be like yo dog go ahead that's my l i don't even i should have just dealt with my phone and bought a new one Hopefully you guys get your phones back though. If any of you are the ones who have lost, uh, had their phone stuck, had a uh, stuck inside of an Apple Store, bro. I feel for you. I do. All right, guys. A little bit of these, uh, this more Corona crap. We got uh, the delays on Wonder Woman till August, um, and a rumor that theaters will be opening for free for a small period of time after the corona is open. So most likely you'll be able to get the tickets for free, but then you'll just pay for the snacks and they just hope everyone binges on the snacks, which honestly is a pretty good strategy. Cause I mean, if you guys go to the movie theaters and then don't buy snacks, you guys are kind of an issue. Uh, you guys ha are wild. Movie theaters are great. I mean, I'm, I know people hate them, but movie theaters are mad dope. They're a really cool hangout spot. So if this actually is a real thing and not a rumored thing, uh, you guys should hop on that and cop them tickets whenever they announce it and go buy some popcorn, some drinks, or some candy. You just save some money on those expensive tickets. Now buy some expensive food. Rumor, well, not actually rumor. It's, it's happening. Uh, Ghost in the Shell, SAC 2045, arrives on Netflix April 24th. Angers me. That's like four days before my LA trip, but I guess I'm still going to, I think I'm going to wait. 
or maybe I'll watch it and then I'll just watch it again. I don't really know because I love Ghost in the Shell and I don't really like the way this is looking. But I also need something on that, I think, eight-hour flight. And I could watch all that in eight hours. I'm pretty sure. I don't know what to do. But I'm really hyped even though I hate the way this Ghost in the Shell is. Like, it looks really freaking strange. But yeah, um, you know what isn't strange though? Comic books. Love comic books. And that's what's coming up next. The comic book section. It's a great section, okay? It's one of my favorite sections. It's a section where I get to technically read to you guys. Read. Okay? Read. Alright, um, um, let me stop. Let me just start reading. <clears throat> Excalibur number four. Um, we pick back up with Gambit talking to the Frozen Flower State Rogue about how he's fed up with no one seeming to want to help fix her. He vows he will only do one last thing for Betsy and it's back to figuring out how to fix his lover. He teleports through the gates to London where he is greeted by an angry mob of humans. One throws a bottle at him which pisses him off and he uses his powers to prepare to throw it back. We swap to Jubilee and Richter. She explains to him the difference in types of uh, British and how the types of Br I think I meant British people. <laughs> um, oh, no, actual types of British. It's literally what it was. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, explains the difference in types of British and how Betsy is talking to the queen until they get interrupted by Gambit, who was causing a commotion outside based on the bottle that was thrown at him. The whole thing stops when Captain Britain comes out and announces to her team that they have permission from the Queen to work in Britain under the name of Excalibur. Back on Krakoa, on Apocalypse side of the land, the team has gathered and comes up with a plan where he sends Gambit and Richter to go retrieve a very specific magical stone. And Betsy must go have a chat with one of the members of Akaba. During the trip with Gambit and Rick, they stumble into a fight with mages who control the Earth, but Richter, being an Earth-based mutant, catches their eye, and they see him as some sort of prophecy child who is meant to serve with them, but they call Gambit a thief and drop him in a hole. During the meeting, it gets quickly out of hand when Betsy is told the meeting told what a distraction but the meeting was a distraction for a trap set by Akaba, unleashing otherworldly beast on London. And further, back with Apocalypse, he mentions that the war has reached their shores, and they seem to have a plan. He seems to have a plan, he implies. And we end the comic with Rogue waking up, which actually was, like, mad cool. Like, what it turns into was freaking fire. Um, that was a pretty decent issue. I mean, I was uh, still enjoying it a bit. I like the way, um, the whole Richter and uh, Gambit thing in the cave was actually a really cool couple panels. I like how Gambit's like, nah, bro, I only care about my baby. And if it ain't my baby, I don't care, man. Like, that's just mad cool. I like how Gambit is like that. Now, on to Fallen Angels. After a flashback in Japan of Quanin learning to not trust peace, we see Psylocke in X-23 looking through binoculars at what we see as three children. During this, X says she might have an idea even though it isn't her place, but maybe they could ask Elizabeth Bardock for help. Or 
for what she's seen and her memories when she was Psylocke. But of course, our current Psylocke says no, and to never bring her up again. Elsewhere, we have Cable tied down to a table being tortured by some mechanical-looking being who says that they will eventually let him free, mainly to send a message to Psylocke. In the moments of his capture, this being tells him about evolution, speaking about the god Apoth, and how everything will be made through them. He claims that Psylocke has another child other than the one that is now pronounced dead. God is her child. Back with the ladies, Psylocke touches a child to listen to what Apoth has to show her, which is a time when she went to kill someone but spared one of the lives of the people she was supposed to kill. And apparently the life that she spared was the one that became Apoth. And in this, in this he mentions he wants to evolve the world altogether and give it a perfect peace but he threatens to kill more people more children if she does not side with god and as she gains her sense a god appears in front of her one only she can see as she asks x do you see this and she says see what and that is how we end this issue Marauders number four. We start in Brazil where Kitty and her team take down a ship of men who are trying to stop them from saving some mutant kids and bringing them to Kakoa. Here we have a storm. We have Storm displaying some beautiful weather controlling skills after getting the kids home. We go to a mission with Kitty and Bishop where they have infiltrated a home and find a man that was accused to be kidnapped by the Kakoan gate. Once inside they find a big white box in a random room and they phase through it where they find the man who wasn't actually kidnapped. It was all a play to make the mutants the enemy after Kitty brings the man to a speech where his wife is talking and shows everyone he was never really kidnapped by them but by his own people although he wishes to go to Kakoa. After being humiliated the lady goes and asks another group for help. An anti-mutant group who used to be I believe the Hellfire Club. They're a bunch of kids. They're evil. They look like they're really ready to fuck these mutants up. On to X-Force number four. After getting back to Kakoa and having a meeting about what's been happening with Domino, the trio is told to meet Forge and get some firepower. After everyone attempts to get some weapons, the squad is alerted to an attack and Domino was the last one leaving out. And during this attack, it, they all blew up the Kakoan gates, which killed Wolverine in the process, and it killed Kid Omega. And then Domino went through the portal and nothing happened, because the portals broke. So her and Forge had to go by foot, which uh, is in X-Force number 5. X-Men number 4. Magneto, Xavier, and Apocalypse fly to a meeting with Gorgon and Cyclops as their bodyguards in Switzerland. Here, the two guards are asked to stay outside while the other three are walked into a room where they will eat and talk with the leaders who want to know what Kokoa deal, what Kokoa's deal is. During the normal high part of the discussion, Xavier picks up on a strike team that above them, that's above them and ready to strike, given who knows when and tells the two guards to take care of it. They head off and start destroying the teams, like literally, they are just murdering these teams while everyone else is talking downstairs. And it is freaking dope. Like, they're just getting demolished. Gorgon's using his sword, and he's just, like, slicing them up, um, which we don't really see until the end, but, like, Cyclops is beaming the hell out of everyone. But, yeah, while this is going on, um, they toast to peace. 
humans soon start to ask all types of questions. They ask how Krakoa's how Krakoa existence will alter the world, and Magneto tells them they would have to just adapt. Then they get accused of hiding, but Apocalypse tells them if they were hiding, they wouldn't show their faces at this meeting. But soon the questions start to rile Magneto up, and he explains to them that they will do what the humans have done. They will buy everything from the bottom up until they own it all. They will take it away from the people who don't deserve it, don't respect it. They will buy them. And he says there will be no war, just them, owning it all. Then before they exit, they mention how they already tried to kill Xavier once, and it failed. But they don't know that they have a revive pool, and that's how it really worked. But yeah, he mentions how they tried to do it, how they will try to do it again, but it will fail. And they tried to do it just now, but it failed. And they leave, leaving them with the warning. If you try anything again, expect a proper response. Which means, if they try to kill Xavier one more time, one more time, they getting demolished. And I can't wait to see the humans get demolished by the mutants, bro. What? What? That would be sick. Just watching them get spanked. Like, I'm here for it. Magneto's a boss, the way he said that. And... Magneto's a freaking boss. Murdered. Like, verbally murdered them, bro. Verbally. Alright, guys. That is it for the comics for now. Once I get back into reading uh, Harley Quinn and some other stuff, I got you. I'm gonna hook y'all up. I'm gonna give y'all another episode. I'm gonna try and get that done sometime this week. Bye. Now enjoy yourselves. Stay home. Play games. Read manga. Watch anime. Do something. Don't go outside. Stay safe. I want y'all here for the next episode. Uh, yeah. Peace.